Radio News with Tim Berg. President Biden is in Kentucky to survey tornado damage. He's taking an aerial view of the devastated community of Mayfield. Biden also set to spend some time on the ground with residents of Mayfield and Dawson Springs. Meanwhile, Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell says stories of tornado survivors in Kentucky are harrowing. But in recent days, we also heard about the generosity, the hard work, and the hope that are helping our state recover. McConnell speaking on the Senate floor. Consumers are spending at a slower rate as retail sales in November rose slightly. Sales at U.S. retail stores, online sellers, and restaurants rose by just 0.3% in November from the previous month. It appears Amazon is once again having a big server outage. It has taken down Twitch and possibly other streaming platforms. USA Radio News. Folks, you know how cancel culture has affected Michael and Dell. Well, my pillow may have gotten canceled out of retail stores, but you can say big just in time for Christmas at mypillow.com. The classic standard size my pillow that sold in stores for almost 70 bucks is on sale for Christmas for just 19.98. Standard size 19.98. Queen and king size slightly higher. But only if you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, get a MyPillow for that special person in your life. You also get a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow anywhere. Uh, Save big on anything on the MyPillow website, but only if you use my promo code USA. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs. Get the best price ever on a MyPillow. And do your Christmas shopping at MyPillow.com. Promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175. Merry Christmas. Republican politicians claim critical race theory in schools is teaching kids that American is inherently racist and people get certain advantages based on the color of their skin. And Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis explains how the state's new Stop Woke Act will address critical race theory in Florida schools. It will put into statute uh, the Department of Education's prohibition on CRT in K-12 schools. No taxpayer dollars should be used to teach our kids to hate our country or to hate each other. Russian President Vladimir Putin confirms that he'll be at the upcoming Winter Olympic Games in China, even as other nations are staging a diplomatic boycott. The Olympics are taking place in Beijing, but China's human rights record is leading many countries to say they won't send top officials to the Games. This is USA Radio News. Zinworld Premium CBD offers full and broad-spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules, which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223, visit online at zinworld.com, or stop by their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or use code KSHP online for 15% off. Have you heard the big news? Vent Blotique Las Vegas has a new name. Now you can call this amazing salon Sparkles Beauty Bar. Sparkles Beauty Bar is a full-service salon specializing in blowouts, makeup, cuts, color, and now mobile services. Same great locations in downtown Summerlin and Henderson off of Green Valley Parkway and Horizon Ridge. Check out all they have to offer at sparklesbeautybars.com. That's sparklesbeautybars.com. Let your best hair day be every day. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? 
Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies, and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies, and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. Times have changed, but the joy of date night remains. Sharing a meal with someone special is more meaningful now than ever before. Let Finger Licking Foodie Tours host the ultimate date night with an exclusive private self-guided foodie tour. Visit three of Aria's hottest restaurants, Catch, Carbone, and Jean-Georges Steakhouse, all in one night with immediate seating, 10 signature dishes, and an optional helicopter ride over the strip afterward. This memorable experience is ideal for couples, out-of-town guests, and celebrations. Schedule your date night at FingerLickingFoodieTours.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. What a combo. Steaks, barbecues, libations, and sports. It all comes together at Saltgrass Steakhouse in the Golden Nugget. Savory charbroiled flavors for steaks, chicken, and seafood are the name of the game at Saltgrass Steakhouse. And speaking of games, they're all on TV. 23 TVs throughout the property. Six bar tops, an incredible variety of cocktails, and the charbroiled menu of perfection and all the games on TV that you can bet on in the book or on the Golden Nugget Sports app. It's a winning combo at Saltgrass Steakhouse. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Hey, Golden Knights fans, I'm attorney Adam Kuttner. I'm proud to be an official partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. We're giving you the chance to play at home along with the Golden Knights to win home game tickets through our power play giveaway. Each time the Golden Knights are on a power play, we'll pick one of my Twitter followers who tags me on Twitter with the hashtag Adam Kuttner power play. And when the Golden Knights score, that lucky fan wins tickets to the fortress. So make sure to follow me on Twitter. Go Knights, go! johnsyndicate.com call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 direct from the Vegas Strip are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas wise guys the same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free.
Hey, away we go. It's another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Coming to you from Las Vegas, Brian Blessing. Glad to be with you. And we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Always a fun discussion midweek, racing towards the weekend, all kinds of unbelievable opportunities on the board. And we got college bowl season about to start, NBA, NHL, all kinds of stuff on the proverbial docket. And without further ado, we head east to Baltimore where the boys check in. Let's say hi to John and Mike and see what's shaking back there. Hi, fellas. Well, it's uh, another losing week for the Ravens. We've, we're now coming to the stretch of the season where I'm getting a little bit nervous because our schedule's tightened up and we have some really tough games coming up. But you know what? It's, it's a great day no matter what the outcome is. It's, it's just a cool time of the year where bowl games come up. Uh, we're going to do a whole bowl game breakdown later on the show. But, um, you know, the COVID rampart of everything and nonstop reports, it's like, have you? obviously you've never seen this before, Brian, because last year they've had it more controlled because they would have the whole game canceled. And now these guys that are vaccinated – they're just popping up left and right. I think there's up to 86 cases in the last two days, just in the last two days. And obviously this is what they told us about going into the late months and into December. This is going to be the spike, and it's just crazy. And between injuries and, and guys with COVID, and you're basically don't even – like, yeah, you know with an injury, because you've been doing this long enough, Brian, where if it's an ankle – and he's in limited participant on Tuesday, and maybe he's got a shot to play. But with this COVID thing, you just don't know. Even if the guy's vaccinated, it's like the timeline, you don't know up to game time. So it's like this year, unlike any other year, I don't wait. I don't do the early lines like I used to, where I would put games in on Tuesday and Wednesday to beat the number. It's just you're, you're gambling that half the team is even there on Sunday. No, I mean, it's it's absolute craziness at the moment to the point where, you know, the NHL, I mean, Calgary is a team that's had a bad outbreak. They got 17 guys now. And then Boston played Calgary. Boston went home. Uh, Marshawn skated in the morning. They pull him off the ice. He tests positive. They never should have played the game last night. And then Bergeron played the game last night. Now he's got it. Vegas played him last night. Now Vegas is going to New York. Now you got to be watching Vegas, you know, under a microscope. I, I honestly, it, we're we're boomeranging back two years ago to the point where it's it's not a guy here and there. And thankfully, nobody's getting, you know, really, 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 really sick. But how this is going to pack? Listen, the Browns are playing Saturday. Every game is a playoff game for them at this point of the year. And they're going into the game without their head coach and their quarterback. And and the crazy thing about that is the head coach is fully vaccinated. He's also had the booster, and he just pops up, which, you know, like any other virus that we've had in history, you're, you can't stop it. We just never tested people for the flu, and I'm not comparing the two. I'm not getting you know, political here. I'm just saying it's a virus, and we get it every year. It's just they're testing for this type of virus. So no matter what we do, it can't be stopped. It's just obviously flu season, and more people are indoors. And especially in those, you know, in the states where it's a lot colder, you're starting to see that more and more. 
you know, you don't see a – but you know what? I actually take that back a little bit because the Miami Dolphins are having a spike, and they're in the south. So it's you can't control it. Um, it's just unfortunate because you really don't have a clue whether you're a better, whether you're a fantasy guy like me that's in the first week of the playoffs – where it's like I don't have enough roster spots to deal with the injuries and the virus combined. It's like one or the other, but just like you're hitting me with both right now. So I'm trying to figure it all out. It's, it's like a big puzzle that we're just trying to figure out every single day. But what I am not seeing, and it's I don't know why, and I just haven't seen it yet, there hasn't really been outbreaks in college basketball and, and college sports altogether this year. For whatever reason, unlike last year, they played the full season in college football. Very little did we even hear about big-time players, except for a couple teams, like in the last couple weeks, where they had an outbreak. But that was limited to a couple teams out of you know 80 plus schools. So with college basketball so far, it's it's been pretty smooth. And knock on wood that it stays consistent because it's been a really good season so far. But you know, man, the NFL is like a minefield. Every single well, day I open uh, up and I do my research. And I hate to say man. this. I mean, you know, the college thing is just a matter of time. I don't know if you saw what's going on at Cornell. 900 cases. On 900 on the Cornell campus. So, believe me, it's, that's the tip of the iceberg. I mean, I, I, this is... You know, it is what it is. I mean, you you can just see it. It's uh, it, this thing's way more contagious. Thankfully, it's n- not as severe, but literally, I mean, in in obviously, you know, uh, this is just going to bleed out. It's it's wiping out all all uh, major professional leagues. The college thing's a matter of time, Mike. Do you think come January, February, we're going to start seeing a lot more cancellations? I don't um, think it'll take that long. Or maybe do they go? You don't think? No. No, Before I mean, I, year, honestly, I, I just, you know, I don't know, like the NBA at the NHL, you know, what they may do. The NHL's got some wiggle room with a three week Olympic break. I mean, there, there's no way they can go to the Olympics. They're worried about their season now. But the, the big thing is getting through the last month of the NFL. I mean, could you imagine? Yeah, what- well, I'm serious. I mean, you know what? What what are you going to do? You you get to the Super Bowl. I don't I don't know. Say, say it's Tampa Bay and the Chiefs. You know, I mean, God forbid, right? I'm just saying. You know, four days before the Super Bowl, Brady and Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, this is what we're dealing with. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know exactly how they're going to stop it in terms of. They could slow it down, obviously, but what they're saying, a lot of the teams are going back to protocols of last year, which is all virtual meetings. Um, but it's it all goes back to where they live. And where they live, a lot of people, they don't have mask mandates like they do in New York and San Francisco. And so they're able to roam freely during the week and somewhere, you know, I don't know what they do in their personal life every single day, but what happens is I don't think they take nearly as stringent precautions like they did last year when it was very scary. Nobody knew what the virus was going to do to you. And it was just a lot tighter with the rules and regulations outside of the facility. So I don't know. And I just hope they keep figuring it out. I mean, I did hear that the Browns game 
if there's more cases, because it's a Saturday game, they could postpone it to maybe Monday um, for a doubleheader or maybe even a Tuesday game. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. But it's, it's for the first time this year, I could say it's it, in a way there may be one of those postponement issues like we thought we had last year and we would never have again like they figured it out. But, man, it's just, right. it just literally is like navigating a minefield. Well, so let me ask Dave a question. Dave, since you like to, you know, I was, I'm not going to mention the guy's name on Twitter. I'm sure you follow him, but uh, um, I was watch, following the Twitter, Twitter feed this morning where the guy was talking about, you know, losers don't believe in CLV closing line value. And then obviously all these guys chimed in, the ones that do believe in CLV, the ones that don't believe in CLV. For everyone listening, CLV is the way Dave bets closing line values, trying to beat the number whether that doesn't necessarily guarantee you're going to win on each individual game, but you have the mathematical prob- probabilities. The question I have for you, Dave, is beating the number when you have so many possible line moves because of COVID, doesn't it almost take away the, the CLV? It's that much harder. on. And I don't mean tonight's basketball. I mean when you're trying to bet NFL games for Sunday on Tuesday and Wednesday. Well, well, if you're if you're if you're closing good on a bunch of games that have COVID issues, you're probably going to have a ton of heat. Like like for example, if somebody would have got the Raiders bet in uh, before they either, I think they just pulled it all together at this point. But if somebody would have got that bet in, then they're probably going to get banned. Or I don't know, they would definitely look down on you. But but I don't know because nowadays it's. Tough. They got their information so quick. These sports folks, but yeah, you would probably be chasing. So yeah, you'd have a lot of heat, and I don't think you'd get that many. So what players. I'm asking you is, are you betting less games early because of COVID now? And I'm no. not talking about basketball. No, I'm talking could, about football. No. no, it could go either way. No, you would just lose value if you did that because it could go either way. Your team could get hit, the other one could get hit. So it's it's kind of a level playing field. And you know you could run good or bad there. You could you could close five good because the other team has issues with it. You could close five bad. It's kind of the same. So no, I don't I don't let that stop me. I closed bad on the on the Rams game. I had plus three. It was even all the way down to one and a half in some spots, and then it closed three and a half. They still pulled it out, but yeah, that was an example that where where I closed bad. It's the same as like a random injury or something. It could go either way, you know. So in theory, you you Got just it. go about your normal routine. You go about your normal routine, unless there's kind of rumors that this could this could affect your game, and then and then you should analyze it more and and be careful. But I uh, usually just rumors even will move the line a little bit. So I don't. I just believe in the efficient market. The closing line's pretty accurate, and I just go about my normal routine. And, and I hopefully, yeah, and hopefully I don't see my best player Embiid scratch five minutes before the game, and then my buddy. Yeah, you were not. You, you never. You never comment. You never comment. You yeah, never comment. You, comment. you actually sent us a text message, <laughs> and then I sent you back the screenshot yeah. of the screen. Um, yeah, uh, yeah and Brian, he made a play. He made a play down. right before they pulled Embiid <laughs> the other night. Well, but. Well, but the thing is, well, here's the thing. Here's where I could have actually made a mistake. I mean, not, yeah, I mean, some could argue it's a mistake. Randomly, the line went from three to two, right, ten minutes out. And I go, well, I have to lay this, too. 
But looking back, what I think happened was the either info somebody was already had out. Sim- yeah, exactly. So if if the info was already out, think about what a terrible bet I actually did right, make. So I'm going to be devil's advocate. So I'm going to be devil a- devil's advocate. So as as Brian always has the TV on, and you always have the TV off, and you're a screen better. What if you make the assumption going forward there's no such thing as a random move ten minutes out? If there's a move yeah. ten minutes out, yeah. there's a reason. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But on on a lot of well, not necessarily because on a lot of those ones that I will send you the screenshot two minutes before, it's the same information we've been seeing all day. However, there will be like one out of ten where it moves a point and you're going, this is great. And then all of a sudden you get hit with the devastating news that moves it three more points. So mm-hmm. it, it's kind of, yeah, it, it's, it's dangerous. Another reason why it's dangerous to bet around post, because think about it, even if you get your money in good, I was thinking about it last or two days ago, even if you get your money in with a small edge, let's say seven times out of nine. And, and, and you know how it is. I always say small edge. Let's say you get your money right. good seven times out of nine with a small edge. That one time that you go, well, this is a small edge, and literally your minus two goes to plus four, you had such a huge losing bet there. Now if you take all ten bets together, did you really have the edge? You, know, you could debate this one. So I don't know. Well, you're also if, making if the assumption is... that just because – but wait, wait a minute. Let me, I want to attack this for a second. You're also making the uh-huh. assumption that – that when the line moves and you have the worst number, it means you're going to lose. And in the NFL, what I said all season Percentage long, is main, but all season long, all the line moves are fake. You fade every line move in the NFL, you win. Here's a perfect example. Can you imagine if you had $1,000, $10,000, $100,000, zillion dollars on Cleveland last week, and you're laying uh-huh. two and a half points, and you see Lamar walk off, get carted off, you are already <laughs> counting your money. Yeah, right. Then you're right. going back at halftime, and you're hammering Cleveland for all the square betters out there. They're hammering Cleveland in the second half. And then I have – I had them plus two and a half, three. And I'm sitting here thinking, this game's over. I got my son texting me every five minutes as a miserable fan. And then all of a sudden – He's ready to choke when they go for it again at the end of the game to almost win the game. And they, but I know I've, I've covered the game. So, I mean, it's not always having access to that information is going to put you on the right side because do you, can you or Brian, I'm, we're going to leave Mike out of this one, can you give me any compelling reason why somebody would bet the Ravens at halftime knowing Lamar's out of the game? Well... What was well, the number? What was the score? What, yeah, what was the can't score? Remember, yeah, I can't remember, but they were remember. up like, what was it, Mike? They were up what, like 27 to 3 or something and a half, something stupid. Well, you're just hoping they go well, into clock I think it was... burning mode more. Well, yeah, That's I mean, if, no, you're no, saying, if you're saying six. what, why would. 20 to 6 at the half. Why would you take the Ravens at halftime if you knew Lamar wasn't coming back? And meanwhile, they covered the entire game and the second half. Well, by the way, actually, I mean the Hunt- actually, well, the Huntley kid can actually, play a little bit. I mean, that's one well, thing. Yeah. The, and you you saw another game, albeit a different set of circumstances. You know, different quarterback. So twenty-four to six. Twenty-four to six. Okay, you had the exact same thing going on, except you got Josh Allen, but you got the Bucks with a big first half. And listen, when these teams get big leads, they start running the clock and. You know, they take their foot off the pedal, and then they stop doing all the things that work for them, and 
play a prevent defense and they start playing the clock instead of just killing the opponent like they yeah, were. Exactly. And that just happens. I you know, it's like Exactly. You know, so Cleveland took their foot off the pedal, Tampa Bay took their foot off the pedal. And yeah, I mean that would be the yeah, reason. A, uh, taking your yeah. foot off the pedal and knowing Lamar's not playing. Is yeah, not but the, the Huntley guy thing. can play yeah, a little bit. Hold on a second, Lamar. Lamar not playing is not as big of a. It I, is a big deal, but within the game, Baker gets knocked out as well. So he was hurt, well, and they. Not that they took their. They, they didn't have it. Go ahead, Brian. I'll, I'll finish. Well, no, my no. I, and I, I, well, I'm not going to make you happy, Mike. I mean, when I say it, and I mean, you know, whatever. You know I've been saying it for over a month that the Ravens were winning games and it was smoke and mirrors. And, yes, Lamar Jackson. I believe it. Okay, Lamar Jackson is an exceptional electric talent, all right? But <laughs> I'm telling you, the last month, you know, they won the one game when he threw four interceptions. He's not playing well. You know, I mean, so, okay, the Huntley guy is basically, he's Lamar Jackson. He's not as good as Lamar Jackson. I'll tell you right now, I'll give you, like, why would you do something with the Ravens? Of all the numbers that are on the board this week, uh, you tell me what the weather's going to be in your backyard, but I'm sitting there staring at 43.5 for a total in the Green Bay game with the Ravens. I mean, Rodgers is Rodgers. Bad toe or no bad toe, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and I've got belief in this Huntley kid can put up 17, 20 points and run around and make some plays. I mean, because Lamar Jackson's out, that total's low. I think it should go up because Lamar Jackson's out. Yeah. Um, you know, well said. the thing is, with, with the game itself, the Ravens, it's like you said, with smoke screens. The team that we have this year, we, we put out when we knew going into the season, when we lost who we lost, were key factors in our game. And then we lost our all-pro left tackle for the season, first game. And I knew it was going to be an uphill slide. Now, the fact that they won games and they were resilient, and it shows that that's a good a thing. pull out wins, even though it's a good thing. We're still number one in the division, so we could say what we say, and we've been I've been roasting them for the last month, saying there's no way we could compete and win games this way, losing the last two. But we had a shot against Pittsburgh. We had a shot against the Browns last week. Somehow we got the onside kick. So it's it's like the the season is so weird, and I can't put my finger on it except we're just lucky. It's well, just, here, team is not here's that the good. thing. Like, Lamar Jackson, at some, maybe, you know, whatever. He's going through a slump. He's not playing well. They lose Marlon Humphreys. Okay, that's not good. But they build up a lot of equity and won a lot of games they frankly just shouldn't have won. So what? You beat who's in front of you. At the end of the day, what's your record? And if this guy turns around and he gets what looks terrible today, he turns around and all of a sudden he finds a groove and starts playing good, all that matters is to get into the playoffs. I mean, okay, I'll give you my side of it. All right, that that stupid uh, game with the Bills. I mean, okay, they should have done it themselves, but you know you, they didn't show up in the first half. I don't know how the. I mean, every call went against them. You had interference in the end zone. Diggs' jersey was stretched out five yards in front of the back judge on a fifty-yard pass, and they don't call pass interference. And then they call a touch one against the Bills. All right, uh, you know what? Instead of sitting here whining about that, it's over. I'm sitting here. I'm telling you, it's seven and six. If the Bills beat Carolina, Atlanta, and the Jets, and they should, if they win those three games, they play New England at New England. And today, New England has a two-game lead. 
it's really well within the possibility of the Bills winning out and winning that game at Foxborough, they win the division because they've got the tiebreaker. So what looks terrible today and future numbers, like they've, they're up to 12-1, to the Colts are 25-1. to It isn't about today. It's about talk to me the first week of January. So the stuff that looks terrible today could look great in a month. And the Ravens are in that boat. Well, you know, it's, it's I hope that somehow we can pull together uh, some of these backups. But, Brian, I just can't eat. Like, look, the Bills, they're a good team. They have a lot of good pieces. You guys have had, obviously, some injury woes with losing Trey White, which is a big deal. No, they've beaten but themselves, overall, Mike. There's, have, no, there's no excuses, Mike. They've, I know. They're they've a good beaten, team. They've beaten, the bottom line they've is beaten themselves. But they're a good team. You have the pieces to make a Super Bowl run. They're the best seven and six team. The they're Ravens the best seven and six team in the history of football. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. The Ravens are playing with third string cornerbacks, third string safeties, backup linebackers, backup D linemen. Now we have a makeshift line that is built for running, but we don't have a line to be able to protect the pass, or be able to run. And what's happened is Greg Roman, I think, is going to get canned at the end of the year because he developed this whole rushing attack, which is supposed to be the best in the league year after year. But what he hasn't developed is a route tree for these receivers to be susceptible to any sort of creativity. I mean, it's there's such basic routes. And I, I'm a student of the game, and I've listened to a lot of podcasts, and I hear these corners and safeties come on after the show, I mean, after the game, and they talk about it, and they're like, we know the routes that they're running. They just beat us on certain routes, but we know what they're running. There's no creativity with the offense, and Lamar's got no time, simply why he's just getting beat up back there and injury was inevitable, and we have no running game. So, you put all that together, and what do you get? You get a team that could show up any week and could beat the Green Bay Packers this week. That, that's out of all of that that I just said. They could easily go out in the bank and beat the Packers. And I wouldn't be surprised. But can I be – I wouldn't be surprised either way. And that's how this season has gone. Um, it is what it is. But the cool part about it, and, and I'm sure you guys know this stat, not one team – this is the first time in – Many, many years. I don't know the exact year, so I don't want to quote myself on this, but this is the first time this far into the season where not one team has clinched a playoff berth yet or locked up oh, a division this late How'd you into look the that season. One up? So I, I actually heard it from somewhere. I'm not going to take credit oh, okay. for that. Usually those guys but, uh, yeah, this far right. Yeah, so it's it's crazy, the parody that we've had, Dave, in the league week to week where, you know, even, you know, with the Cardinals game. And, you know, I had so many clients that would would hit me up on that game and they go, oh, how are you not taking the Cardinals? You know, how are you? It's it's so easy. Jalen Ramsey's out. That's like their whole thought process over everything that goes on in the NFL and what they've seen. And every game is a snowflake. All they see is news report, Jalen Ramsey's out. They can't. There's no way the Cardinals will get stopped. And Hopkins is back. 
and Murray's back, and then look what happens. The Rams show up like the good team that they are and just run wild the entire game, and they never look back. Well, so let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about some NFL stats real quick and integrate Mike into this. The number one team, ATS, against the spread is Packers. the Green Bay Packers. Mike will be watching that game live at the 50-yard line this Sunday um, at 425 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, here's my thing. I mean, Dave, I don't know if you were involved in the Bears. I didn't look. I don't know if you were involved in the Bears, Brian. But I would hope, Dave, Dave, were you looking at the live prices when the Packers were down? Because at one point when they were down 14, I think yeah. I bet them live minus 160. I laid the juice minus yeah. 160 when they were live. And then the minute they, like, crossed the 50-yard line, it went from, like, 160 to, like, 290. Then when they scored a touchdown, they were down seven. It went from 160 to 290 to minus 800. I'm like, holy mo- holy moly. Like, the, 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 and I obviously didn't lay 800, but did you start betting Green Bay when it was live? I, I had Green Bay live, and, yeah, that was, it wasn't a good game for me, but – my home run game was the uh, Buccaneers and Bills. That was my home run game. I middled the side and the total on the end. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was pretty excited to see the six-point win. I was like, wow, he's exactly. actually hit. So, here, so the, this is what I wanted to ask you, Dave. Going into this weekend uh, in the NFL, as we talk about every week, the road dogs can't do any wrong. 70 and 51 and 1. 70 wins, 51 losses, ATS, and 1. Up 19 games against the spread. There are 16 games this weekend. One game Thursday, two games Saturday, 12 games Sunday, one game Monday. Of those 16 games, over 50%, nine road dogs. So do you... What do you do? You over do you do you start looking at those road dogs, or you just give me the small nope. sample size every week? Small sample size, man. I, I love this. <laughs> we made it to eleven. We made it all the way to thirty-four minutes in without saying the word "small sample size." So that's that's a positive. But yeah, I mean, you got the Raiders, size. the Patriots, the Skins, Carolina, Jets, Houston, Atlanta, Cincinnati, and the Saints. And then of those three, so this is what I will say, because to kind of know how you play, you're going to look to catch Carolina, the Jets, and the Saints at post when the favorite goes up higher because you already are at plus 10 or higher on those three games. And this is also a very unique weekend where you have three teams that are, you know, 10 or more because uh, uh, you've had some weeks where every week the line is like two, one, two, one. A couple weeks ago, the, every game on the board was like between one and three. This week you have these – these, you know, again, I don't know what your theory is, Dave versus Brian, of always taking double-digit numbers, or do you treat each game like a snowflake? I mean, it's gotten harder doing that over the years because the lines are more efficient. I feel the spreads have kind of gone down in NFL, so it's gotten harder to just blindly take them all. But I don't know; it's addicting to take double digits. In the yeah, NFL. I mean, but the disparity—the problem is the disparity of. Good teams to bad teams and, and quarterback play. I mean, some of some of these teams have, in certain situations, have absolutely no shot. You know, I mean, yeah, I, right. I, I mean, I'm not. But we're talking about we're talking about covering though. We're not talking about. I winning. know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in the first third of the season. I'm going from memory. I 
I laid balloon numbers with the Bills against Houston, uh, the Redskins. I mean, whatever. I mean, and they they co- they played poorly and covered those numbers by two touchdowns. I mean, well, you know, I mean, so I mean, it's in every game is a thing. It's to, the, it's a nice saying that you go broke taking or laying double digits in the NFL. Yeah, for a you know truckload of years. Yeah, that's been the case. I don't know the day. I'll tell you right now, it wouldn't shock me one bit. And I mean it sincerely. Arizona's unbeaten. You know, Detroit last week had all the COVID stuff, and Hawkinson was hurt, and they were playing at Denver. I mean, that was a game you, you lay the big number. The Denver or Detroit had no shot in that game last week, so they go and they get destroyed. They had no shot. Now they come home. You get a week later. Maybe they get happy. You know, three quarters of these guys come back. Arizona's coming off a Monday night game against the Rams for first place, and they're going on the road laying fourteen. I mean. I'm not. I'm not betting them on the money line, but it wouldn't shock me if Detroit beat them, and I mean that. Well, no. so let me ask you this. So let me ask you. I, last this last weekend, you know, you see all the tweets. It was a rare NFL Sunday. Ten and two for the favorites. Ten wins, two losses. If you bet every favorite against the spread, I actually found a way to lose with a favorite. I had Carolina last week, which I was like sitting there shaking my head watching all these favorites covered. Of course, I have Carolina. They go up 7 nothing and they blow the game. Why is all the money coming in on Carolina, Brian? The line opens up at 12, gets bet down to 9 in some spots or from the opener to now. Tell me, why? It's a simple, simple reason. They looked horrible at home last week. Garbage. Josh Allen, Josh Allen left the locker room after the Tampa Bay game in a walking boot. First they said it was turf toe. Now they're saying it's a foot sprain. And he's, they're only doing a walk-through practice today. So, you know, uh, jo- there's a question about Josh Allen's health for the game. I, I mean, I think they'd have to cut his foot off from not to play. But, I mean, the one thing I would say in that regard, if the Bills get up 17, uh, 14, 17 points in that game, the backdoor cover's certainly in play because they got New England next week. So if they're in control of that game, they're bringing Mitch Trubisky in and running the ball and getting the hell out of Dodge and protecting Allen for the game against the Patriots next week. There's your reason. All right. For all the teaser listeners out there, Dave, I want to get your perspective versus Brian and Mike's. What's the two? What's the squarer bet? To tease up the double-digit dogs or to tease down the double-digit dogs? <clears throat> well, yeah, depending on what numbers you're going through. Favorites, I'm sorry. Well, uh, no, like right now you have three, like you have 10, 10, 10, you got – Carolina 10, you got Saints 10, you got Jets 10. Yeah, I got it, Brian. You got Jets 10, you got Saints 10, you got a, you got a, I don't care. We're on there. It's all good. Um, so, like, <laughs> um, like, I see these clients. I have a guy in my office. He loves teasers. Um, Barry the teaser man in my office. He loves teasers. He just, oh, and we'll talk about betting live in person in a second, but he loves teasers, but you know, he'll tease up the dogs versus teasing. He'll tease 10, 10 to 17 to 16 versus teasing the 17 down, the 10 down to the three. So I was just wondering what your personal opinion is, or you don't get involved in any of those teaser pleasers at all. I think, I think if you, if you have the two teams, six point and do that, I think it's, well, depending on if it's like a mine, it's probably nowadays minus one thirty. Um, mm-hmm. it's definitely bad. It's definitely bad. Which it's way? Both ways or 
both ways are bad, but I'm not sure exactly how bad. If you have even money, somehow two teams, six point, it's probably like break even or slightly bad. Somebody mm-hmm. knows the exact math out there, but I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't know the exact math. I wouldn't. So do you never get involved in any of that stuff? <clears throat> no, we do. We do the. We do the. Well, we do the standard ones through through three and seven, but they have to go all the way through three and seven, and then they're plus EV. And, and Correct, but the standard is it, is you're teasing it down or you're teasing it up is the question. Are you teasing it down or are you teasing it up? Well, either way, just give me an example. Three and seven. Yeah, either so you way. could really I mean, go both you sides. Go you could go both sides. You could you could try to middle the teaser. You can go both ways on the teaser as well. No, if it's a two and a half, you tease it to eight and a half, and if it's eight and a half, you tease it down to two and a half, and that's plus you. Got it. But you can't you Got can't it. go from three to nine or nine to three because you're not going all the way through three and seven. Well, like thirteen, to to, like even through. thirteen, right? Thirteen to twenty doesn't do you any good either, right? Exactly. No. Right. <clears throat> right. <laughs> Got it's it. an illusion. So now let me. Like your, so now, Dave, know. for the first time ever this weekend, we left the office. It's on my YouTube channel. We drove to FanDuel Sportsbook in Maryland. As last Friday, sports wagering became legal in Maryland. We do not have apps yet. You can only do the walk up. Mike drove us to the casino. How long did it take us to get there from the office? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. We had six college basketball games in our system that we bet. We bet a dime on each. We did exactly what they – we wanted to bet more. They locked us to a dime limit. They said, oh, it's the first weekend. It's the first weekend. I don't know if you've had those type of experience. Really weird. So we, we you know, counted out our 6,600. We made them 300 bucks. We won 3,000. We lost 3,300. We did exactly what the sports book wanted. And um, – but you can buy half points. They were allowing us, I think it was like 25 or 30 cents to buy the Ravens from two and a half to three for the following day. Where you're at in Colorado, do they allow you to buy the points at the window? I know you would never do it, but do they? They don't have a FanDuel window. They don't have one here. Oh, got it. They just have a do, do any, one. Do any of them allow usually you to buy half you, points if you wanted to? Yeah, but usually you're taking the worst of it. You know, usually you're overpaying for what it's worth, but yeah. Anyway, where they can make money, they'll they'll, they'll tend to offer it. So, which so I it was great. Them, it was great. Too. We we sat down. We sat down. It was like it was like being in Vegas. It was, it was surreal to be twenty minutes from our office. Mike went all in at the at the blackjack table. He was betting five hundred and more a hand, and he was watching the, the all the games simultaneous. And I'm thinking this is exactly what would you know why I think some states don't want us to have apps. Like I think they're fighting having apps here because. Think about it. Our intention wasn't to bet at the tables, but by walking in and going to the sports book, we said, eh, we'll sit down at no, the tables. No, no, no. No, that's not right. No, they're just what slow setting it up. But they're slow setting the apps up. That's why. Yeah, but they're going to lose so they, much business when the apps come from people like mm, us that would actually sit at the tables. Not, no, no. The apps are like printing money to them. No, they would get that out right now if they could. They're probably going to have it out by next week. That's my guess. I mean, I hope so. Then I don't have to drive 20 minutes. <laughs> but how you know, often are you going to do, do fi- that realistically? I mean, it's only 20 minutes. I mean, it, it takes me 20, 20 minutes, minutes to yeah, drive okay. the kids to school. I mean, you know, like, what's the difference? Yeah, you know what I mean? True. Uh, true. You know, you know. You know, but yeah. it was uh, what, what it, uh, Mike was having a blast. Uh, Brian, I don't know if you heard. You took a little break. We went to the sports book. 
They opened up the FanDuel Sportsbook. I watched Mike bet six games for a dime each. He did exactly what the sportsbook wanted. He made him 300 bucks going three and three. And then he sat down at the blackjack table in front of the sportsbook. And got it all back. Watching it t- <laughs> uh, I don't know about all. I'll let Mike comment on that. Actually, it was pretty funny. He was First, he was down, and I looked, and I saw a stack. I said, man, you made a nice comeback. And he looks at me. He goes, no, I did a rebuy. I said, oh. oh so I, turned, I didn't. But I'm. Um, you know, it is. No, I play. Uh, I play that. So, Dave, now I play that. Uh, it's the uh, digital, like blackjack, but there's still a live dealer, two tables away. Yeah, but you're playing on the screen. Yeah, yeah. You see yeah, that? No, before? I get it. I, I know that. Yeah, yeah all the time. They they call yeah, it they nice. call it crackjack because you're you you intensify the speed times ten. <laughs> But I got to uh, tell you, Brian, from coming from the East Coast, it is very surreal. Of all the years of me flying to Vegas, yes, I could always go to Atlantic City and bet. I get all that, but to be able to just twenty minutes be in the car and just be able to bet sports is crazy. I mean, it's just the lines—they're not set up, they're not efficient. They were—I don't know how the ticket writing is now in Vegas with COVID. If it's slower, standing at the window, but. I would say it was not. There was some pretty long lines at the sports book. It was definitely not as efficient as as it is in Vegas when you walk up and try to make a bet. I think right, but I think it'll the, get the, better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's these are relatively new operations. In fact, I've had a bunch of sports book directors in talking about that. Like you know, you know, these places are starting up. I mean, there's a learning curve. I mean, it'll get better. I mean, it's crazy. They waited. You would have thought they they opened the sports book in August. We went down there and tried to make a bet. They said we're waiting for the approval. It was crazy that they waited till like week fifteen to start wagering in Maryland. But what's interesting is all of a sudden, and we predicted this. The, you know, we have clients in every state, same office, same location for thirty five years. But all of a sudden, I hear Mike going, oh, yeah, I'm right up the street. And then the next call, I hear him going, yeah, I'm right up the street. All of a sudden, we're getting all these Maryland callers because it was just a matter of time. Like, you get a lot of – I still think there's a lot of what I call virgin betters that never had a local out, that never wanted to look for a local out or didn't want to send their money offshore. And then I still think that you have that whole new market that was was waiting and plus, you have the surrounding states that where it was already legal, where people would have to leave Baltimore, drive to D.C., drive to Delaware, drive to West Virginia. So I just think that it's in, in all these states as they come legal. I'm not so sure it's the old-time betters. I think it's a lot of new betters also that are coming in with the apps because, they, like Dave always talks about having multiple outs. These guys are not having multiple outs. These guys are going to be at the mercy of the outs their state offers. I've talked to several people yeah. in Arizona and other states that are just newbies. They're coming from the crypto markets or the financial markets. They want to get into the game. Where do you? I say, where do you have an account? And they just name off the list. One guy said, I have six accounts. I'm thinking he's like a sharp guy. Not saying if he's listening, he's not sharp. But it's the six apps that his state allows him to have. It's not like he's really shopping. And when there's only six apps that the state allows you to have, the reality is I don't think there's going to be that much of a difference between the numbers because all the, the sports books you would think are in cahoots in that state and know what the lines are, right? Well, not necessarily. You, you can see some craziness, but all the all Maybe the where lines, you're at. No, all the lines globally are somewhat the same, you know, in theory, but you can see some random post spots that, 
just scratch your head and wonder what's going on. But you want as many outs as you can always, even if you feel they're kind of the same. Like there's two here that are basically the same, same lines, but sometimes they go off of each other a lot. So that's 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 why always shop around. So I want to ask you. Always get I know we got like I know we got ten minutes. I know we got 10 minutes left, but for the listeners, I want to hit back to that CLV for a second. In that little discussion on Twitter this morning that I was monitoring, but I didn't want to stick my two cents into and get blown up because everybody was very passionate. One guy said, like, kind of like remind me of Brian. You you do your handicapping. You have a number. You bet the game. You pick more winners and losers. And he said, I've been doing it 30 years. I could care less about the line as long as the number – that I'm betting is better than my number. Like if I, he makes a number, no matter what the line is. And so is, is, can you say pure handicapping can trump beating the number, or will you no. always take the side that it's about the number, not the handicapping? No, you can do both, but you have to have some market respect and some guy making his own numbers. I mean, well, I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example. I personally think the game you just sent over, I don't want to release it on the air, the game you just sent over five seconds ago, I, I look at that as a square bet because the public is going to always take that team when they're getting points. So are you taking that team early because you assume the number is going to go down and it's going to be worse? And you think that two this is going to be like one and a half? Public, this is like the least really? public team Oh, nobody wants anything to do with this team, but okay. I don't know what numbers you're looking at. All right, well, maybe I think maybe I'm sharper than I give myself credit for. How yeah, about the that? sharp guys will get it. That's right. <laughs> maybe I'm yeah, sharper I than know. I give myself credit for. Hey, you know, we can, we can talk about it on the air. We can, we, let's give it out. Let's, it, 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 the Bucks. Go ahead. Why, why would you – yeah, the Bucks. But you, oh, but you, oh, that's but, what you're talking – oh, are you talking about the Bucks? Yeah, I'm saying I like I look at that. Five. I'm going. It's a no-brainer. I'm going to get that game, huh? No. Have you seen the injuries for both teams? I mean, I just see it's lit up in red on both sides. Oh, I don't even look. It's a panic. It's a panic spot. You know, I love panic spots. Got it. It's not a. It, they're not going to be public today. It's a panic spot. Best player out. Got you it. always. Matter of fact, you talk about it every week. You go, oh, and the best take player the team with the always, best player out. Exactly. This is a syndicate right. play. This is a John syndicate play. That's what it is. The Bucks, baby. I guess the Greek freak is out today. Is what you're telling me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Okay. So this is. This is. That's our free yeah, selection the, for the day. Take the Greek freak. Uh, <laughs> take the Bucks plus the deuce. Um. <laughs> because for me, I didn't realize that. I mean, I'm shame on me. I'm looking at the screen right now, and I saw it light up. But I, you know, I, 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 I just go back to. I love that spot. You are right. That's my spot to always fade the it's injury, fade the players. John Syndicate, hundred percent. John, I'm actually listen. It's only a 19 minute drive to this casino. The way I'll drive to get over there and get that in. Brian, did you ever think it. you would hear me say I'm driving to the casino to make a bet in Baltimore, Maryland? I mean, we've yeah. Been I mean, why not? You, 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 no. you were driving ten years to, ago. We, you were driving to West Virginia. No, but I'm saying, like ten years ago, when we first met, did you ever think we'd be on the air talking about betting in Colorado legal, betting in Baltimore legal? I mean, it is kind of crazy. Well, that I mean, I, I would say this it, to you. I, I would have said, yeah, I'm surprised it took so long. I mean, I, 
is the whole reason I moved right. here in 2005 was th- th- right. this stuff is going to become mainstream and, and, you know, who are the odds makers? How do they do it? Uh, you know, and, and, and betting, it, it was just a matter of time till the NFL got their meat hooks and get a piece of the pie. It was, that was all, all that was. Listen, this, you know, I, I do got to say one thing. I got to say one thing about the, I, I mean, I know you're a father and a grandfather and I know you're a father, Dave, and I'm a father. Your children are a little younger than mine, Dave. This is what I don't like. And tell me if I'm wrong, and we'll spend one second on it. My son is watching the NBA Wizards game. He's a Wizards fan. Every night he's watching. And he's yelling over to me, Dad, live your bet life. Live your bet life. All he's getting exposed to at 16, all he's getting exposed to at 16 is sportsbook commercial after sportsbook commercial. Now, not, I mean, I do think for the non for the, the kid that isn't already immersed in the gambling world because of what his dad does for a living, it's kind of crazy for, like, little Junior sitting at home and getting hit with these <laughs> commercials one after another. Don't you guys agree? It's yeah, insane. your son is responsible, though. But, yeah, it is kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Live your best I mean, you see this. And it's always an ex, it's always a ex-athlete that's on the air that he knows of, right? Yeah. So it's like a, yeah. it's Drew Brees, right? It's like, you know, it's like. Yeah. It's 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 like he's even asking me. He's like making his own line now, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. But back to what me and Brian talked about years ago. These kids are going to be like they're used to playing video games. They're used to fantasy. These are going to be the new the, the 2.0 version of Dave Miller. I mean, it'll be amazing to see what these kids in 10 years how it is. You know, yeah. or it's going to just be as. Or do you think it'll always be as hard as it always has been, no matter what? I think that. I think that um, the uh, my opinion is it will it will be yeah well I don't think it will be harder not at the beginning I think at the beginning it'll be easier because there's more public money that doesn't know what they're doing but kids like your son will figure it out and just have a good spot for them to make a lot of money I don't know I think there's certain right. people now that don't bet at all that will be rich off of it and don't even know how to make a bet now I mean with any market that's the way it works. You know, people didn't know anything about cryptos. They got into it. They be, they be, they made a fortune, whether it was skill or luck or a combination of both. There will be people that are probably 15, 16 right now making millions of dollars sports betting. That's a fact. So have him start early. He's yelling, live your bet life. Have him, have him start. start early. <laughs> Brian, can you believe he's, he's, he's yelling at me, live your bet life. I'm thinking, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I gotta, I, it's bad. He's already making lines. He makes shots. Right? He's already making line. He makes his own. He makes his own outlaw number every night, like like Kenny does. He doesn't look at the paper. He doesn't. Mike will tell you. He's a lot of times. He's right on the number, and it's it's a. And I'll ask him, how do you figure that out? And he goes, Well, I just what. He's kind of like Brian. He's the opposite of you. He's a kid like Brian's a big kid. He watches every game. He watches every game. Watches replays of every game. And it's interesting to see how his mind works based upon. It's kind of the opposite of what we preach on the radio when they say throw out the last game. I mean, I don't think the kids actually do that because they've watched every game. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, as long as you he's know. able to realize whatever he just saw was. And for full disclosure, my son game. is not wagering with money. For anybody listening, get sending me nasty <laughs> parenting texts. My son is not wagering yeah. any money. You were going to get that for sure. We got him doing. From, from we got him somebody. doing free fantasy hey, every I, time. I, every all, time. All I know is. 
I I can't wait until you know they have the day at school when it's like bring dad to school and it's show and tell day, <laughs> <laughs> and you you walk up and you walk you walk up in front of what grades he in. He's, he's going to be in 11. He's and in 11. Yell, and you, hey, Dave, Dave, can you, you picture this? <laughs> he, he walks up. He's standing in front of the chalkboard. He's got, he's got the eraser, and he's got the, doing a bullet point operation. At the end of the thing, he looks at the class and goes, don't stall. Make the call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The future, oh, the future. <laughs> yeah, he's, no, he's going to make it. He'll make it. Don't worry. I mean, if he does, I'm not worried. But uh, yeah, like I said, uh, you got to get out here, Dave, and check out the new. See if we have soft numbers here in Maryland for you. Okay, I'm excited. I think it's the same. All right, let's rock and roll. So, so we got our free selection tonight on this Wednesday: the Milwaukee Bucks plus the two on the fade injury of the Greek freak. Well, it's it's as of right now because let's say more stuff comes out. Let's say it's like three later, but. They got hit again, and people go, well, they said two, I got three, when we wouldn't play at three at that time based on the new info. So it's right now. Yeah, does that make sense? Got it. Like if Middleton's out. It does? Okay, wait. We're going to pass. So, yeah, just like that. Based on the info. All right, well, Mike's Mike's, uh, warming up the car for me. He's got the auto starter. He's he's a – he got one of those little clickers, Brian, where you just point it out the window and the car starts. It gets, oh, gets no. nice and warm. Honestly, yeah. hey, real, it's a quick story where we got up like 46. But when I lived back in Buffalo and we get leased cars and my wife would do the negotiating, you know, they're trying to get you to get another car. And it would be, okay, yeah, install a CD player and thing. Okay, yeah, we'll do it. And then the last thing was, okay, we'll do it, but we want the electric starter. I mean the best, the best, the best thing ever. When you're sitting there, and there's 11 inches of snow and ice on the windshield, and you're in the kitchen, and you start the car, and you get in a warm car. That's money. That is money. Hey, yeah. listen, this is always great fun, fellas. That. We will do. Yeah, there you go. We'll do it again next week. John, Mike, Dave, great stuff as always, folks. We invite you to check out the website, SportsInsiderRadio.com. johnsyndicate.com call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 direct from the Vegas Strip are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas wise guys the same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. It's the Vegas Board. Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400. KSHP North Las Vegas and KSHP.com.